Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome back to another Happy Pod. My name is Nathan. As always, I'm joined by my co-host, best friend and... Um, lover. Lover. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Lawrence Thomas Heisey. Hello, Lawrence. How are you today, sir? Hello, Nathan. That was a... Uh, no, wait, 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 wait. No, um, fuck you. No one cares because, no, I, I Lawrence... got it first. I was, well, I was well ahead of you this time. No, no one cares because you need to tell us what the fuck this show is. Nathan, this is the show where two best friends, as you called me, and you can't take it back because everyone heard you and I'm not going to cut it out. Uh, we get together, we talk about things, uh, we talk about movies, TV, games, pop culture, uh, and we, we like to have a little discussion, we like to stick on the positive side and avoid all that toxic nonsense that you'll be seeing on Elon Musk's Twitter 2.0. We do not always succeed, but we aim to have the greatest time that there could possibly be had. Very good. Right, go on. <laughs> Elephant in the room, tell him, because I know you're eager to. There it is. Do you know, we have our festive... This is the Christmas special, by the way. We have our festive drinks. I feel like I'm going to have gone through about four more by the time this is over, because I foresee many sound effects because of Nathan's new fancy system. I can't promise that won't happen. <laughs> And I can't promise that every time you speak, I won't just be like... Yep, good. Very good. But, you know, give the people what they want. And I bought myself a new toy. <laughs> when you say, give the people what they want, so I bought myself something. Are you the people? I am the people, yeah. That's this fine. is what I want. Let us know by leaving a review if you think Nathan sounds rich and, and full. And his voice is, is lovely and delicious. Yeah, very good. And there. That's, that's the people. Nathan, welcome to Christmas. What are you cracking open over there? It's Christmas, Lawrence, so I'm cracking open a delicious Baileys. You've always been a Baileys. You've always been partial I to a Baileys. I love a Baileys. All right? I will drink a Baileys at any time of day, any day of the year. I'll throw a bit in a hot chocolate every now and then because yeah. it is just a lovely 
festive drink, but don't let that stop you from enjoying it year round. I think that's one of my big things with Bailey's because I've never got into it. And it's because I used to work as a bartender. And obviously there are many drinks that just sit on the shelf that no one orders. Yeah. And then one time it got to December and someone was like, I think I'll have a festive Bailey's. I poured it out and that shit was fucking curdled to shit. And I've never wanted to throw up more. It was disc- you know, you know, I've got a thing about gone off stuff. Yeah, you do. It was quite embarrassing, to be honest. <laughs> For a grown man, I'll be honest. For a grown man, it is pretty embarrassing. We used to like at uni, we could just chase you with a bottle of day old expired milk, and you'd shit yourself. Uh, I've got better in my defence, but I'm I'm still not great. But anyway, that's why I don't like Bailey's. Stop cricketing me. Uh, since you didn't ask, Nathan, I've got myself some Jack Daniels Tennessee apple. To be fair, you did not give me a chance to ask. That's true. Do you want to? Do you want to ask me now? No, I think you want to ask me. Another happy question. <laughs> I'll be honest. I love that. That that's never felt more fluid. Um, Nathan, we since our hundredth episode, we've got a lot of uh, new listeners in, which I hope they stay. If you're listening and you're new, thank you very much. Please stay. Yeah, please do stay. It does feel like now that there's more of a purpose to this. And Nathan, I have a really seeing as it's the Christmas special, I have quite a pleasant. Uh, question for you um, and whilst you give the answer to this at the end I'm going to score a copyright free rendition of your favourite Christmas song underneath your answer so I have the question for you I'll do it now fuck's sake good <laughs> very good <laughs> I like how you I like how one of the first sound effects you downloaded on your fancy new system was Linkin Park's What I've Done yeah purely so that you could time yourself out of things. But Lawrence, what is this question for people oh. who may not know? What I do at every episode is I ask Nathan a question. It could pertain to the movie or thing that we're talking about. It might not. And he has until the time that we finished um, wrapping up the episode, which is typically about 40 minutes to an hour to give me a nice answer. So check back in or listen to the whole thing if you want to hear the hear Nathan answer this question. Nathan, what does Christmas mean to you? I knew. I knew that there was a silence there. Who told a joke? No, I just said a fact. Right, Nathan. Legalize nuclear bombs. Oh, this is a fucking... This is a headache already. Today we're doing The Grinch. Today, Lawrence, we're talking about The Grinch. A festive yep. movie, a lovely Christmas time, a movie yep. about a man who hates Christmas. When was the last time you saw The Grinch? The movie or the person? <laughs> Have you ever seen... Firstly, let's get away from that. Have you ever seen The Grinch? The person? Yeah, the person. No. Is he a who? He's not he's even not a who, who, is he? Well, he's, he's something. He's something. I think... Yeah, it's a mystery, I guess. He's a green thing. I watch this movie almost every year, I would say. Oh, okay. It's in my rotation of Christmas movies. So this, this, is, this is something you revisit every year. So you're very familiar with The Grinch, then? I love The Grinch. And The Grinch loves me. Oh, no. Oh, of course. Oh, if there's something heartwarming and fun and festive, here, here he, the Grinch himself, here he comes to ruin a nice heartwarming Christmas time. You know what? You, you're that, you're that prick at the like at the Christmas party. He was like, hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? With a smug smile on his face. And then when they're like, oh, it's Winter Wonderland or whatever. You're like, well, mine's a little bit controversial. <laughs> <laughs> For fuck's sake. 
Sorry, it's not fucking Bruce Willis killing terrorists. I, I have never seen Die Hard. Where are you getting this illusion I from? I don't know. You seem like the sort. <laughs> Fuck's sake. All right, come on then. Lawrence, as I say many a times, you hate this movie. But Why? I hate I I hate hating things. And I don't hate this. It's just not for me. But I hate not liking things because it just perpetuates this view you have of me, which is not correct. I it would say seems correct. more often than not on this podcast, you've disliked things than me. I would say that is... Okay, if that is correct, I would say it's because only I've because... Chosen. Exactly. It's only because you very specifically choose movies, which you know I don't like, and then we yeah. can have a debate over or whatever. So. In fairness, I've, t- I've taken a gamble on things before. Like, I, you'd never seen Top Gun Maverick, so I didn't know if you didn't like it, but no, you hated you knew, it. You, you knew what No, I, I knew that you'd not want to like it, which is what happened, and I still hold true that you went in not ready to not like it. I did, but I also <laughs> just didn't like it. I would say, out of the two of us, I am the most open of us. And the most... I'd, I'd say you're the harsher critic. I, I, yeah, I, I would say I'm the harsher critic. I think I watch more stuff than you. Um, I'd say you watch more movies. Yeah, but yeah, you definitely watch more TV than me saying that. All right. What? Yeah, you definitely watch more TV. That's not a bad thing. I'm just saying, you, I, if I watch more Lawrence, movies... I've got a job, okay? Oh, fuck's sake. <laughs> no, you, you, every time I speak to you, was it, you, what was your recent run? You, were you fucking... You started Better Call Saul, you started The Crown, you started The Office, you started Joel Kinnaman's On The Moon or something. What? what, what, what? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joel Kinnaman's On The Moon. First he's of all, on the moon. It's for all man- he's on Mars now. It's for oh. all mankind and it's a fantastic show and everyone should watch it. Um, I didn't recently start. I finished that ages ago. Um, I'll be honest. I ran out of examples and I knew that you told me to watch that show at least once. I was like, and you have for that one. Anyway, this isn't the Grinch. You're the Grinch. No, this isn't the Grinch. <laughs> and I, look, the irony of me not liking the Grinch is not lost on me. All right. The irony is not lost on me in terms of I'm aware I'm being a Grinch. You are the Grinch. Actually, no, I like the Grinch. The Grinch is a nice person. You're worse than the Grinch. You're the mayor of Whoville. He's the real cunt. Okay, we'll get to that. I've got some thoughts on the mayor of Whoville. Um, My thing with this is it falls into the category of really well-directed... Shout out to Big Ron, my guy. Big Ron. Never misses. I I didn't know it was Big Ron. Yeah, he never misses. I mean, he probably does. I think he's missed a few times. He missed with Chris Hemsworth is at sea or something. No, Chris Hemsworth and Tom Holland, they're on a boat and maybe it's Moby Dick. <laughs> is it Moby Dick? I think it's Moby Dick, yeah. But it's like the real Moby Dick. It's like the story Moby Dick is based on. Oh, I see, okay. Yeah. No, look, this for me falls into a very well-directed and well-performed movie that has a style that frustrates me. Okay, and so to put no, wait, 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 give me a sec. To put it in line, I put this in the same box as Joel Shoemaker's Batman and Moulin Rouge. Two movies or two two styles of movies that I think are fine and definitely have their place. They're unapologetically goofy and silly, but if you pair a very very high intensity movie with some with a movie with with a script that doesn't really do anything for a full hour then it's just a whole lot of effort to do nothing which i know sounds knobby and i i can i can go into more detail but <laughs> i can see you squinting at me so go on what what have i said that's made you seething inside okay um first of all joel schumacher's uh batman movies yeah horrendous borderline unwatchable nowhere near <laughs> The, nowhere near the 
uh, heights that the Grinch soars to. Okay, okay. right, yeah. <laughs> Moulin Rouge. Great movie. What's your problem with Moulin Rouge? You don't like I, Ewan McGregor singing? I like Ewan McGregor singing. I, I think that his... You elephant... don't like Nicole Kidman singing? No, 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 I like all of them singing. I think the music is fine, but it's... It's so much, and it's I've I figure that is and look the, the, Baz Luhrmann baby. But I've I like Baz Luhrmann. I like I like Romeo and Juliet. I watched Elvis. Romeo plus Juliet. Oh, sorry, Romeo plus <laughs> Romeo add Juliet. Um, no, but but it's not. I think that Baz Luhrmann yes does have a style, but in Moulin Rouge, it's so dialed up as it should be. I just I I find it a bit headache inducing. Maybe that's me. And like I said. I, I've made a point of saying these are very well directed and well performed films. It's just the style is very much not my so taste. So, are you saying you don't you you would prefer a more muted and boring style? No, but I think there's ways there's ways to do visually interesting and exciting camera movements and very very much away from the norm without making it like a '90s fisheye lens music video. Let's break this down and discover exactly what went wrong with Lawrence's childhood. That for fuck's him, sake, the uh, I'm allowed him. to just not like a style of you filmmaking. Are. You are Lawrence, but here's my issue. Okay, right. I got okay. two words for you. Okay, Christmas magic. Okay, who gives a fuck about? Oh, it's not realistic, or oh, they're on a snowflake, I, or whatever. I never said I have a problem with it not being realistic. I never said that. So please, Lawrence, if you could break yep. it down for me about the style. What about this does not work for you? It takes for for a movie called The Grinch that stole Christmas, called How the Grinch stole. Sorry, Christmas. How the Grinch stole Christmas. For a movie called How the Grinch stole Christmas, it takes a full hour for the yeah. Grinch to even consider stealing Christmas. And a further, oh, so we should do it in the first act, should he? I never said that. But if your movie is an hour and forty minutes long, yeah. it shouldn't start at the hour point. Why not? That's the main event. Yeah, it is the main event. But it's so slow in the middle. Uh, sorry, in the beginning, nothing happens for a full hour. Cindy Lou Who goes up the thing goes you're right Grinch he kicks her out and then she's like oh man why doesn't everyone love Christmas and that, that's, that's it that's not true it is true what <laughs> happens what notable happens in the, right, do you remember the two ladies that have an argument about their not an argument but they, they're a bit catty with each other about their Christmas decorations that was pointless you hate uh, fleshing out characters in the town giving people fun little backstories rather than being just two-dimensional cardboard cutouts with no personality or characterization yep. whatsoever. If a character has a fun little moment where they'll have a little bit of a beef with Christmas lights, you're like, hmm, I don't like this. No, but I think you can flesh out characters in a way that advances a plot and keeps things moving rather than completely is a one-off thing. And, and was that character not fleshed out through Which one? then through the 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 uh, the one who later becomes with the Grinch who gets with the Grinch? Uh, I mean, the whole her whole character is I fancied the Grinch a bit when I was younger, and I'm yeah. gonna give him a kiss at the end. I don't think she was fleshed out. I don't know her fucking name. You're, you're okay. Um, <laughs> it's really hard not to get angry at you sometimes. I've, I feel like when you don't like something. You can completely not like it. No. But I feel like I'm not allowed to dislike it without being you're, miserable. You're allowed Which is not to, the case. You're allowed to dislike whatever you want. Right. <laughs> I just... I find your reasons, especially for a heartwarming family Christmas movie, to be just so... Like, it's, it's just 
Chris Nolan fanboy energy is what I is. I'm not is even what, a Chris Nolan fanboy. I know, but that's what it's giving. Okay, as the kids would say. <laughs> that is what they get. You're almost thirty, man. Come on with that. Come on with it's almost. I'm not giving. almost thirty. I'm almost twenty nine. Yeah, but that's know. thirty. Twenty nine is thirty. I mean, not literally. But you know what I mean? No. Look, I, I'm I'm not fucking coming at this being like. It needs to be the second coming of Christ. And again, I'm fully acknowledging the fact that this isn't meant for me, right? This is not a style of filmmaking I enjoy. I am well aware that I'm in the minority not liking Moulin Rouge and not liking this. But it's just a style of filmmaking that I find a lot. There's so much going on. I don't know, as, as well performed as it all is, I don't know if the comedy is for me. So when you say there's so much going on, what do you mean? This is going to sound like good things. But, like, it's when it's non-stop, it's a lot. So, like, the camera is constantly fucking pulling or, or or doing some bizarre thing. Or if the camera's still, then Jim Carrey is fucking flailing around the screen. So there's a lot to there's a lot to focus on there. And some of it's funny. Some of it's, you know, not for me. And it's obviously aimed at children. So that's whatever. It's not for me. I can't fault it on that. But then there's also, like, like there's so much, so many sound effects... There's just, it, at, at all points, it is an assault on the senses for me. At like every point in this, it feels like the movie is terrified I'm going to turn around and look at something else. Because it's just like, Jim Carrey will sit in a seat and you'll hear this boing, and I'm like, and I get it's for kids. I'm aware that I'm a fucking grown man shouting about the Grinch. But what I'm saying is it's just, it, there's Christmas movies that have heartwarming fun and are aimed at kids that I do like. And I do prefer. You know when uh, Jim Carrey sits in that seat and he goes boing, yeah. You know it's just not a normal seat. You know it's it, that sound effect is there because he like lands onto it off from like a zipline, and it's supposed to be like bouncy, bouncy. Yeah, and I'm I'm not saying it shouldn't have a sound effect there. I'm just saying that contributes to the style of filmmaking that I'm not a fan of. So it like just I just look at it and I go. Ugh. I'm not saying, look, you need to hear me. I'm not saying that this is a bad film. I'm saying this film isn't for me. What do you think about it? I enjoy it because uh, mm. I'm not a black-hearted cunt. Uh, <laughs> no, sorry, that was mean. <laughs> Go on, I want to know what you like. All of it is great. I love this movie. Um, sure, maybe it's nostalgia because I've watched it every year since it came out. Um, yeah. And I was like seven or something. Um, but I think it is a genuinely heartwarming uh, tale of like the Grinch, the Dr. Seuss Grinch story is very small. It's, and this probably leads on to your point where apparently not much happens, although I would disagree with that. Um, but it's just a very short, like probably done in like 20 minutes story or whatever. Yeah. So they obviously had to flesh stuff out with this. And then the backstory that they gave to the Grinch and the people of the town, this movie has me rooting for the Grinch Pretty much all the way throughout it. I fucking hate the people of Whoville. They're all cunts, man. <laughs> the Grinch was absolutely right to do what he did, okay? He has been right from day one, all right? They are a town of racists, okay? <laughs> they fucking hated him because he was different. Because yeah. he was just a little green boy, and they're like, oh, that's not like us. Let's yeah. fucking ruin his life, I guess. And then they fucking forced him out to go live on a mountain. Did they force him to go live on a mountain or did he get picked on a little bit? And then he went, oh, I've had a terrible day. So I'm off Lawrence, up the mountain. Lawrence is justifying bullying children now. No, I'm not justifying bullying children. I'm saying 
Kids get picked on it. All right, were you never the subject of a joke at school? Of course I was. Of course I was. But the, yeah. But still, does that make it okay? No, of course, of course it doesn't. Okay, but... yeah. And we didn't see all his life. It's it's True. kind of implied that that's what it all is. You only have so much to show us. You show us the general theme of it, don't you? So I guess, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. It's implied that that's what it constantly is. Um, <laughs> I'll tell you what, for, for a movie that I have watched pretty much every year since it came out, um, I never noticed until this year that the Grinch's lesbian mums um, are having a key party, which fucking blew me away. What's a key party for those that don't you know? You don't know what a key... <laughs> for those no, who... for, Nathan, for <laughs> the, Nathan, for those who don't know, all right? I'm, I need to make it clear that I'm you well know. informed. You obviously I know. know. But... Obviously, let's gain further clarification before we proceed. We have a lot of new listeners. <laughs> so, a key party, <laughs> for those who don't know. For those who don't know, which is not me, I, I know. <laughs> yeah, a key party is um, a party where many couples will attend. The many gentlemen couples, yeah. will yeah. place their keys, their car keys usually, into a bowl. Oh, they're swingers. Yeah, and the I've women never heard it will, called a key party. Well, it's a key party because of the keys. What, so the, the keys in the bowl situation? Yeah. I've never heard it called a key party. Well, could you, you reiterated that they were lesbian ladies, and I was like, maybe it's a lesbian thing I don't know about. The keys, Lawrence. Yeah, I know, but I didn't... A key could be anything, couldn't it? I don't, I don't know what the kids are saying. Kids are now here having fucking key parties, Lawrence. <laughs> this goes I'd back say. to, like, the fucking 70s and 60s and shit, man. Right, so you've never, you've never noticed they're all... They're, they're swinging. Not until today. So that's recreational sex as well, because babies come from the sky. Yeah, exactly. And is that like was that like a little cute gag, or was that babies in Whoville come from the sky? It's literally just a fun little joke that kids are not going to get, but the adults will. It's like that guy going, Hey baby, hey honey, our, our new baby's here. He looks like your boss. Yeah, I, I did. I get a chuckle out of that. I did enjoy yeah. it. I enjoyed him, to be honest. That The guy that plays Cindy's dad. That wasn't Cindy's dad. Was it not Cindy's dad? I thought it was Cindy's dad. No, it was just some guy. Cindy's dad didn't sound like that. Maybe I'm wrong. You are wrong. Madam Hooch. <laughs> no, God, no. Um, I, I hate almost everyone in the town. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I like Cindy okay. Luhu because she is the pretty much the only nice person there. And she yeah. understands and wants the Grinch to be a part of everyone's festivities and their holiday celebrations and everything like that, which is nice and sweet. Um, I don't the... know if you know this, Nathan. Hot bit of trivia here that I know you've never come across. All right. Did you know, and number five will shock you, did you know 
I won five. I won five of them now. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to do five. It was a gag. Um, <laughs> did you know that the actress that plays Cindy Lou Who Nathan is actually the lead singer of The Pretty Reckless, otherwise known as Taylor Momsen? I know who Taylor Momsen is. I know she's the lead singer of a band. I didn't know that band was called The Pretty Reckless. So I guess... What this child from The Grinch looks like now will shock you. Oh, really? I mean, it's been 22 years, so... Yeah, she, she looks like an adult, Nathan. She's my age, so... <laughs> That's true, yeah. yeah. You <laughs> never, so you never saw Gossip Girl, did you? Uh, no. It's interesting to watch this, because I, I did see The Grinch when I was a kid, and I watched... Since I've watched uh, the full run of Gossip Girl, in which Taylor Momsen uh, has a starring role in... Is she Gossip Girl? No, she's not the Gossip Girl. The Gossip Girl's not even a girl. That's sexist. I know, that's what I said. Classic Or is Hollywood. it inclusive? No, it's sexist. Fair enough. Yeah, it's interesting to watch this after um, because it's 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 just funny. This is for no one. I'm just saying Taylor Momsen is in Gossip Girl. Nice get mic drop. Right, sorry. You hated all the Who's bar, Cindy, and who else? Maybe her family. I mean, her brothers and their like late nineties hairstyles. I can give or take. Um, yeah. But but her mum and dad were okay, and the Grinch's lesbian mums were kind of okay, I guess. Um, and the Grinch's girlfriend, I guess. Um, but everyone else can just die a, a death. The mayor should have been beheaded at the end of this movie. He should have been beheaded and strung up in the town uh, for everyone to see as a warning against his crimes uh, yeah. for, for the rest of time. Um, and, and I'm glad he got cucked. So he did get cucked by the Grinch. That he is true. Did. Yeah. So fuck that guy. Um, <laughs> yes. But everyone else, awful stupid racists uh burn them all um i like that it's a anti-capitalist story i believe more christmas stories should be very anti-capitalist in their message lawrence has given me a confused face Perplex look yeah We're, show you're working i don't okay. disagree with you but okay so the, the beginning of this movie it's all about like buy your presents buy your presents christmas is coming everyone get yeah. ready for christmas you need presents everyone needs fucking presents buy presents 99 percent off for the next two seconds only buy them now buy buy you fucking cunts look yeah. christmas is all about presents and giving each other presents okay we all okay, need yeah. presents okay um and then cindy is like hmm i don't like this this seems this seems a little weird. And I'm not, I'm not sure. Everyone also, but everyone's making money. But everyone's spending money, and while making money, is how far does Whoville extend? Because it feels like the economy is just them passing money to each other, and then which is it back. ideally what an economy should be. Uh, but let me not get into my communist <laughs> manifesto right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, comrade Nathan. <laughs> comrade. Um, yes, but it, um, as I was saying, Cindy is very much like, this seems weird. Uh, I'm carrying all these presents. It, this doesn't really mean anything. I thought Christmas should really be about more than this. And then yeah. we go from there. And then the, all the presents get stolen. Everyone ends up having a better Christmas because of it. They're all like, oh, we actually know yeah. that it's heartwarming. It's about family and being with those you love, etc. Blah, blah, blah. Um that's to be fair. Yeah, I hadn't. I hadn't considered that. That is quite because you're dumb, dumb, and didn't no. pick up on the critical analysis. Dumb, there was, dumb. There was so much going on. It was hard to focus on the subtlety of the movie because this one thing this movie isn't 
is fucking subtle. Doesn't need it's a Christmas children's I didn't family say that movie. it had to be. I'm Doesn't just I'm just saying it's a fact. You, you okay, you're not yes, you're right. You're not saying it has to be, but you are critiquing it. <laughs> for for that reason. For yeah. that reason. Yes. Nathan, obviously, as we all know, you are an enormous fan of Joss Whedon. Oh, is this the boobs thing? This is the boobs. Oh, great. <laughs> It was the year 2000, Lawrence. <laughs> I don't I'm not I'm not calling Ron Howard out for it. I'm just saying very visually similar. And if we give Ron Howard a pass and not Joss Whedon, <laughs> I don't think that's fair. We give Ron Howard a pass in what, filming it in fucking 1998 or something? <laughs> as yeah, opposed true. to Joss Whedon filming it in fucking 20 what it was, 16, 17 or whatever it was, okay? <laughs> No, no, all of them in between. <laughs> he snuck it into everything he's been a part And everything of. else in between, yeah. Yeah. Um, look, yes, <laughs> not, not a great moment. Oh, yeah, sure. I'll tell you one thing I loved. I loved Max. Who's Max? Oh, the dog. Max is the dog played uh, by Kelly. Kelly was the real dog who is obviously now long dead, R.I.P. Someone's got the IMDb cast list up. No, no, no. I, ha- I watched it on Amazon Prime, and you know when you pause and it tells you who's in the scene? Oh, yeah. Um, and I noticed that uh, two people play. I Max forgot the you dog. love Jeff Bezos. <laughs> you use Amazon regularly, just like I do. I don't use Amazon Prime, to be fair. I very rarely use Amazon Prime. Did you tweet anything today? What's, what's this? I'm just saying, if you did, you love Elon Musk. That's your logic. <laughs> and you support him in all his endeavors. Oh, you've got an iPhone, and yet you're <laughs> criticizing society. <laughs> <laughs> that, is what, that is what you said about me. <laughs> Fuck off. Look, two mm. people play Max the I'm dog. Very small. One shut up. One is Kelly the dog. And another person is a person called Frank. I can't I can't remember his surname. But what is the human element? What like, who's I don't think there is sound a human effects? Element. But two people play Max the dog. So what was Frank's part? Maybe the trainer. Maybe. Do they get credited for playing the part? I guess they do a lot of like physical work. Yeah. Well, they I don't know. I guess they're like they're probably like just off camera with like a treat or whatever and they're like yeah, I, mean, I suppose it makes around. sense. I get credited for that. Yeah, I don't know who it is. Max is doing skills in this though, but um, maybe this is another reason why I didn't particularly enjoy the film. Very hard to watch this movie with a dog in your living room. Oh, why? Because my dog very much didn't like uh, Max the dog. <laughs> All right, I I watched it with a dog in the living room and they were fine. Yeah, but your dog's old. Uh, yeah. No, but he's 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 old. He's more he chilled, is, isn't he? Yeah, he's a he's a chilled out little guy, but yeah. Whenever I've seen your dog, it's just like fully chilling on the sofa or something. Yeah, well, he likes to chill. So, oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm making Sorry. no comment about no, no, your no, dog. No, no, no. Let, let's just run that back. Whenever you've seen my dog, he's just chilling on the sofa, as opposed <laughs> to all the many times I've seen Rosie doing her acrobatics <laughs> and athletics and nonstop running. She oh, is a naturally. lurcher. <laughs> she is a lurcher. She has long legs. She must stretch them out. They all lay like that. It's very normal. 24 hours a day to lay like that, which is all she does. She's a runner. She runs for half an hour a day and then sleeps the rest of it. I've never seen her run. I don't face on me when I'm out on my walks, Nathan. I should. You should. I thought it's quite smart giving the Grinch a dog. Humanises the Grinch a little bit. And also, it's just... Like, if it was just Jim Carrey being Jim Carrey, it might be a bit too much. But it's fun that Max is there to play off. And I like that Max kind of has... 
like way more of a personality than a, like a normal dog would. Yeah. Like yeah. Max is like, I love Christmas, and I'd really appreciate it if we could go down and celebrate Christmas. What do you think of Jim Carrey? It, it seems to me like you'd you'd probably hate him. No, no, not at all. I think, like I said, masterfully performed. Jim Carrey, like as a talent, is like fucking undeniable. Like such so, such a good physical performer. Mm. Um. Again, this is this this style isn't for me, but he's absolutely the guy you get for something like this. It's hard seeing this movie with anyone else in the lead role. Do you know you can like put like feed stuff into an AI or like one of those word cloud things and it like comes up with like the most generated thing. Like if we put yeah. this episode into one of those, what would come up with? Look, it's not for me, but and because you've said that like 16,000 times. But it isn't now. for me. And I'm. We know. Stop I'm, yes. saying that, you coward. Just but say I'm, you don't I'm, like it. No, because I'm saying, whilst it's not for me, there it is again, I can appreciate what it's doing. So, therefore, like, me not liking Jim Carrey's, like, solo moments and, like, me not. Me thinking a lot of Jim Carrey's humour is, you know, like, not suited for a man like myself. You don't think Jim Carrey's funny in this? I think Jim Carrey's funny in this, but it's not my style of humour, so I was I didn't I wasn't cracking up. Can't argue with that, I guess. But, but you can't, like in terms of I just said that. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> right, so this is I don't I I also think Jim Carrey's been like stronger in other things. Like bearing in mind he's wearing like fucking half a pound of makeup on his face. It's a great performance. I don't think the makeup or the costume does anything to diminish the work he does, really. No. If if anything adds to it, it's he does great stuff. Um like like say, he's always great physical uh performer. Um the things he can do are just I don't understand how someone's body moves and works like that. It's just, yeah. he is a weird, insane cartoon of a man. Um, <laughs> yeah, very much. <laughs> when you see him in interviews and stuff, and like when he's asked to like do the face that he does in the mask or something, and he just contorts his fucking cheek in a way you've never seen possible. Yeah. It's, he, he's, he is very, very good at this kind of stuff. I think, I think he's a bit weird these days, though. I think he's a bit... I don't know why I'm whispering like he's in the room. Um, <laughs> Jim might hear. <laughs> I, I think he's a bit like anti-masker vaccines. And... Oh, is he? I think so, yeah. The, the last weird thing I heard him doing was signing up for a movie called Kick-Ass 2. Played Colonel Stars and Stripes, which, you know, he gets... He gets, I'm pretty sure he gets his head cut off in that. And he gets like, obviously he's like, it's kick-ass. He's, he's, mm. it's high intensity beating people up for two hours and edgy jokes. Um, and then he refused to promote it because he didn't agree with like the violence in the film. And was like, it's called kick-ass. Oh yeah, he's big anti-vaxxer and stuff. So uh, he's, a, <laughs> he's one yeah. of the don't be part of the, the hive mind. Yeah. Sheeple. Yeah. One of them. Shame. Uh, anyway. Right, one thing I want to ask you. I think maybe I missed something. Um, and I can see it, and I can see the link, but it didn't land for me, and I'm thinking maybe that's because I didn't get something. Is the like the, the resolution a bit speedy, or a bit like... Is there something I'm missing about how the Grinch goes from despising Christmas to being, like, Christmas number one fan because of the... of the, of the Who's, like, singing and having a good Christmas, despite the fact he tried to ruin it? I want to say he's immediately christmas number one's fan i think a big thing with the grinch is that he has kind of felt excluded 
for a lot of his life and that he was never really felt part of of Whoville, mainly because everyone was weird and racist to him when he was a baby. Um, um, and then when he when he goes down to Whoville earlier in the movie and he's like the the Hubilation King or whatever the fuck's going on, he's like he's actually enjoying it. He's having a good time. Yeah, he's getting fucking cakes and everything shoved in his mouth, left, right, and Charlie. He's being a little bit sick, but he's having a good time until the mayor pulls out the fucking clippers and then he's reminded of all the shit went down and he's back to feeling excluded again. So he's like, fuck this, I'm just gonna torch yeah. the place and I'm off. Then when blah 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 movie happens he's up on the mountain and he's like oh it it didn't matter because they're still together they still have christmas and that's what it's all about they they have a family and friends and he wanted to be a part of that i guess so it's very like the whole thing i guess is him being kind of spiteful about not that he hates it he hates that he was never there to enjoy it he, yeah he wasn't included in it okay yeah Which I, I guess is... that makes sense because he's he's you know, he gets all excited about, you know, like, he, he couldn't possibly go. Why would he go? How dare she think he might go? But if he goes, what's he going to wear? And yeah. Should I wear this? Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I see that. Yeah, I, I think I maybe maybe missed a bit of that. So do you have any other unvalid criticisms of this <laughs> movie? No, I don't, I don't think I do. Like, most of the criticisms I had are kind of just like, again, they're not, they're things the movie does well. Yeah. Just not necessarily geared towards an audience member that might be called Lawrence trying to find other ways to say it now. Cause I know you're just giving me a look. Um, no, but I, I, like I said, it's not, yeah, it's not, it's, it's not a bad film. I don't think it's a bad film. I think it's a very well-made film. A well-performed like film. No, I'm not in a rush to watch it again is, is what I'm saying. I'll watch it right now. <laughs> Do it. See if, see if I care. Before, before we get into another happy question, I will say, um, yeah, sure. I can understand that I probably do have a lot of nostalgia color in my view of this movie. That being said, it's still good. It's heartwarming. It's magical, which is what I believe Christmas movies should be. Hey, look, if you want to watch Bruce Willis kill terrorists and that's your Christmas movie, <laughs> ge- no, genuinely, ge- I'm not talking just to you. Okay, here. all right. Good. <laughs> genuinely, that's that's great. And you absolutely should. And that's great. For me, Christmas movies, are I like them to be just a nice time where I can feel weird and maybe cry because it's nice. Um, and that's <laughs> and that's what I like. Um, so And for me, this takes the box. So I like things that are nice because usually I'm not nice. I feel like you're more nice than not nice. I'm more nice than you. Mm. Mm? <laughs> well, I think I, I wouldn't say you're not nice. I'm just saying I don't think I'm not nice. This episode begs to differ. Maybe I'm naughty. <laughs> Maybe I'm like them who's all having a swingers party. Um, mate. Oh, this isn't. This is gonna knock go away anytime soon, is it? No. Uh, so if you've skipped towards the end, or if you skip past the intro, um, fair enough. Welcome to this part of the podcast. Um, what we do at the start of every episode is I ask Nathan a question. Uh, it could be about the movie. It could be not about the movie. It could be a hypothetical, a yes or no, whatever. And Nathan has the time it takes for me to ask the question towards the end of the recording uh, to give me to give me his answer. So the question I asked him today, um, and his answer is about to be scored by a copyright-free rendition of Nathan's favourite Christmas song. So if I could get that for you now, Nathan. Yep, no worries. Good, very good. <laughs> 
Just recycling the same joke. <laughs> just, 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 just do it again. Why not get another one out of it? That's why it's funny. What's your favourite Christmas song, Nathan? I'm not playing that. Oh, I enjoy Feliz Navidad. I do enjoy Feliz Navidad. I would say my favourite Christmas song is All I Want for Christmas Is You. Because that's, that's a banger. Like, that is a banger. Mariah, she just like she just like released that one day and that has set her up for life. Like Yeah, it really did. She she could never work again a day in her life and she's absolutely she, she, fine. She she'll get she gets like fucking probably about twenty million every year just because yeah. of that song. And like especially now with like fucking what what did what did that Stranger Things running up that hill song do for that that uh, woman Kate that made Bush, that? like everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so like the power of TikTok and now that it's a big thing as well, like it's just going to have doubled that figure. It's every a Christmas. big thing every Christmas. It's it's always been a massive thing, but like I mean, especially now with the the added bonus of the TikTok fucking revenue from that, yeah, it's just going to be through the roof. It's going to have doubled what she would have made before. But you're right, it is a banger. Um, so my question to you, Nathan, what does Christmas mean to you? I feel like you've asked me two questions now. Um, I just wanted your first one to give a little score. It's playing right now, Nathan. Listen. Ooh, I don't want a lot for Christmas. Don't make me sync it up. It's not playing that part. <laughs> um, okay. This is just the most... This is going to just be the most cliché bullshit answer ever. But, to make, but Christmas means being with friends and family, enjoying time together and all that. Blah, 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 Own blah, it, blah, Nathan. Blah. Own it. Let's hear a heartfelt response at Christmas time for the listeners. Christmas time means being with the ones you love and celebrating being alive. Way to be original, Nathan. Pretty generic answer, aren't it? Fuck you, you cunt. <laughs> no, that's lovely. I, I agree. A faux pas. If you're one of the new listeners, you may not know this, but you can give us a review. They're very helpful. They're very fun to receive. Just see if your uh, podcast platform allows it. Give us a five-star review if you enjoyed it. If you didn't... If your podcast platform does not allow it, go to one that does. Yeah. Stop <laughs> fucking around. <laughs> it's Christmas. It's give the season five to stars. give. Yes. Yeah. You fucking... <laughs> you arsehole. I'm just really going to go into them then. Thank you, everyone, for listening. A new episodes come out every Friday at 10 a.m. Uh, next week, we're going to be doing this. I'm being my I'm here to solve a mystery. I can't believe you took time to preload that sound effect, Nathan. Because that, that was that was Daniel Craig, right? That was Daniel Craig himself. Let's hear it again exactly how it was before. <laughs> Alright, All right, let Go me on. just press it. Yeah, just press that button again. I'm being here to solve a mystery. Oh wow, it's, it's it's uncanny. It sounds just like him because of course it is him. Yeah. Um so yeah, get, get excited for that. Um <laughs> uh, uh yes, yeah, so, um that'll be a good time. You can also give us a follow on social media at another happy pod. Uh we are on TikTok, we are on Instagram, we are on uh Twitter. So give us a a little follow there and maybe give us a tweet as well let us know if we are on your spotify wrapped if people are still talking about that they definitely won't be by the time this comes out uh and also let us know what's this smile you're doing oh no what's this name who knows oh who knows <laughs> oh, that's a good song isn't it <laughs>
<laughs> it is good. I think we should use that song for an ongoing project in the new year. Maybe we will. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> give, yeah, give us a little follow. Uh, let us know if you're a new listener and you're enjoying the uh, the podcast. Uh, that that's always nice to hear. Give us a little Christmas treat this festive season. Thank you very much for listening. We will see you next week for a good old in investigative time. Investigative? How, what's, what's that word? I don't know. Bye. <laughs> good mic drop reveal. See you next week. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.